0: Hey what's up everybody, this is Brandon Woodruff. Welcome to the Fitness and Time Management Podcast where every week I will put out four episodes. Two of them will be blog posts or articles that I've written that I will read out loud for those of you who, like myself, prefer to consume content while doing something else uh, via audio. And the other two will be the, the audio that I extract from my Facebook lives where I will address a topic as well as do do Q&A so those are just really practical and and the answers uh, to questions that, that everyone asks me. So if you have questions, feel free to submit them to me, and I will I will be happy to answer them and, and post them here. So as of now, there will at least be those four episodes every week. Down the line a bit, I may do some interviews and things like that as well. But for now, that's what you can expect. Let me know your feedback, good or bad. Hope you enjoy and get something from this. Um, I'm going to do two things here number one i'm going to talk about the blog post that i put out most recently uh so i didn't just kind of like not narrate it but just kind of share the ideas that were in it and then I'm going to do a Q and A at the end. I have two questions um, that I've taken beforehand, so I'll answer those. And then uh, if anybody comments any questions while I'm doing this, I am happy to answer them. And if you see this later, I'm happy to answer. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to discuss really quickly, um, you may have heard this before, uh, is what I have kind of like come up with in response to the question that people ask about. Um, there was this weird bug in here earlier that really threw me off because it got away. Um, I think that one of the the questions that's really thrown me that's thrown me off in the past as a coach is when people struggle with motivation. When they ask me like, "What do I do when I'm not mo- motivated?" and I've been I have struggled with that as the coach because I can teach them the the things they need to focus on. I can teach them proper form um, on their lifts or whatever they're doing. I can teach them you know how to shift their mindset and it, it, to like get rid of the kind of thinking that's going to keep them stuck. I can do all, I can do a lot of good things. I can hold them accountable. I can help them reach for whatever their next step is like all these different things I can do as a coach. But the one thing I've always, um, until fairly recently felt pretty powerless in is helping people when they feel demotivated, you know, because motivation is like a, it's like a, it's just like a, a wave. It's like waves that show up on the shore. You know what I mean? They're just kind of like, sometimes there's massive waves. Sometimes there's a low waves. Sometimes there's no waves. And it's just like, that you can't really predict it. You know, some people have a high level of motivation most of the time. Other people have a low level of motivation most of the time. And some, you know, and then all of us regardless have kind of like turbulence in our lives that happens that affects our motivation. So what I have come up with in response to this um, is called the baseline bonus method, and I've mentioned this before. But basically, um, what it is is you come up with a baseline and a bonus. Obviously, the baseline is something that you can do every day, um, not not something you should do, and not even something you can do. Really, something you will do. Literally, it would be ridiculous if you didn't do this. It might be, it might be walk to your mailbox and back, it might be take a multivitamin, it might be do two push-ups on your knees, it might be have one less soda or whatever, you know, um, it could, anything, one small step that you can do, you know, and for some people that'll be a more, a more ambitious step, like going to the gym two times a week, whatever, whatever the baseline is, pick that baseline, something that you know you will do, not can do, not should do, will do, Let that be your baseline. Do that every day. What's going to happen is you're going to become motivated as you see yourself getting victories and you'll be able to kind of stack things. You'll be like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm ready to do something more. And your baseline, you can change your baseline over time. But then what you want to do, aside from the baseline, is have a bonus. So the bonus is something that on those days where you have more motivation – you can go to that bonus as well. You always do the baseline you don't do the bonus instead of the baseline. You always do the baseline, but the bonus is when you're when you want to do something extra so let's just say that you're somebody who chose i'm going to do i 'm going to do five push ups when I wake up every day that's my baseline okay well, maybe um you have more motivation that day, so you do as many push ups as you can without stopping. Maybe you have more motivation that day, so you turn your attention toward food in some some way, and you track your calories that day to see where you are. Maybe you have more motivation that day and you decide to go to a gym, you know, the, that gym membership that you've been paying for and haven't <laughs> haven't used, you know what I mean? So the baseline bonus is something that, that I think is really helpful for people because you can choose to either keep telling yourself you should be doing more and listen to the people in your life, you know, whether you know them or not, who are saying you should be doing more. And so you... You won't you you don't feel capable of doing more, but you feel silly to do just a little, so you do nothing and you get stuck. Don't do that. Do the little. Forget what everybody else says. I know that's easier said than done, but push away what people say. You know what I mean? Forget that because the longer you, you know, the the more you stick with this, the more it's going to stack and before long, you will have made some serious progress, okay? If you need help with this, let me know. I'm happy to help. Okay, um, that is kind of what I wanted, my topic I wanted to address. Again, if anybody has questions, go ahead and ask me in here, and I'm happy to answer. I've got two here I'm going to a- answer. So Justin says, how do you properly balance calisthenics and weight training when just getting, when just starting to get back into shape? Okay, so... um Well, you know, honestly, man, you don't have to balance calisthenics and weight training. Calisthenics, for anybody trying to um, figure out what that is, basically means body weight movements. So, you know, weightlifting, you know, obviously going to the gym, using barbells, using dumbbells. um, But calisthenics, more of a body weight focus. Think push-ups, air squats, like with no resistance pull-ups, like that kind of stuff would be considered calisthenics. And you don't have to balance them. You don't have to do both. You can do one or the other. You can do neither. You know, It it depends on your goals. If your goals are to gain the max amount of muscle or gain the max amount of strength as quickly as possible, then you want to go the weights route. You don't need to do calisthenics. If you don't have access to a gym, aren't comfortable going to a gym, aren't ready for the gym, whatever, and don't want to set up a home gym or whatever, calisthenics are a good way to go. If you're not doing Anything, strength-wise, and you start doing something—even if it's your body weight—you're going to get stronger. You're going to build muscle. That doesn't mean it's optimal. I would say that weight training is optimal because you can keep scaling it, and you'll see results more quickly. But you don't have to balance the two. You can pick one or the other. You cannot do either. Um, you can do them both together if you want. Although I would just make sure that to tell you to structure them well. Um, and if that's what you're asking—if you're asking how do I structure it—I would because you want to do both. Um, then I would say do the weight training first and then do the calisthenics later because you need you 're going to you're gonna get the max benefit from the, the weights and you want to you don 't want to sap energy by doing calisthenics first. so I would say do them um, and, I, and I would even recommend that you not necessarily do calisthenics um, at a different, on a different day either because that might hinder your recovery depending on how hard you go. So I would say do the weight training, do some calisthenics immediately after move on if you want to do them all right that 's how i 'd answer that, Justin. Let's see. Um, what are your thoughts on a plant-based diet? Okay, so this is a this is a loaded question, right? Um, and the way I answer this, the way the way I'm gonna answer this is it totally depends on why you are a why you want a plant-based diet. First of all, okay, so like why you're considering a plant-based diet? If it's for moral reasons, if it's for philosophical reasons, if it's for like you know anything anything that like you feel that you should not be eating animal products um, for some reason, then that is like, there are certainly ways that you can do that well. You can, you can be healthy, you can be strong, you can gain muscle, you can lose weight, whatever your goal is on a plant-based diet. My personal recommendation is that if you do not have any kind of moral issues with it, you should not pursue a plant-based diet um, because it is more difficult to achieve some of these goals. Okay. So like, let's just say that you're trying to get stronger and you're trying to build muscle. I am not saying you can't do it. There are some bodybuilders, there's some power lifters out there who are really, really good and way better shape than I am who are plant-based. So you can certainly do it, but it's harder. Okay. It's harder to get enough protein. It's harder to get enough B vitamins. It's harder to get a lot of different things when you're on a 100% plant-based diet. And because most people don't wanna pay that close attention to their diet to make sure that those nut- nutritional gaps are filled, I would not tell most people to go that route. Now, if somebody is willing to be cautious, pay attention, make sure that they're filling in any deficiencies that is left um, when they go into a plant-based diet, um, I would say that go for it, you know what I mean? I would. I, I personally, one time, I did a 45-day um, 100% vegan, uh, challenge. I was absolutely miserable personally. Um, now there are people who could have shown me how to do it way better than what I did. But what I did was I just like, you know, I I didn't go to all the like fake meat products, things like that. I tried to get my, my, um, I tried to get my protein from natural sources. I ate so many beans that I spent way too much time in the bathroom. I mean, it was just, it was brutal. So I would say, um, plant-based depends on your goals. Okay, Um, some people have awesome success with it, some people develop deficiencies with it. I would say that the big difference is or how how much attention are you willing to pay to your diet? Because if you're cutting out something as major as all animal products, um, you've gotta pay attention. If you're not willing to pay attention to your diet, if you're not willing to track stuff, if you're not willing to supplement with some of these things that you're gonna need, I would not advise it because it's going to be more detrimental to your health than beneficial. And also, it's going to be a lot harder to gain muscle and strength because it's going to be more difficult to hit your protein numbers unless you pay really, really close attention. All right, that's how I'd answer that. Those are the questions I had.